1: Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 107 of How You At You. It's your girl, Shanice from K Pop Box and Shay from The K Way. And on this podcast,
2: we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything
1: in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. And let's sit back, relax, and let's
2: get it started. Yes, so our very first segment, per usual, is Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we're going to give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So, Shanice, spill the tea.
1: Yes, so it's been reported that Amazon Prime will be producing a documentary film. I don't know why I said film like that. Documentary film about Lee So Man, oh. the king of K-pop. That is, that's that's what's going to be titled. There hasn't been a release date as of yet, but sounds interesting. There hasn't been any synopsis or whatever, but I guess it's going to be around him and how he built SM, I guess. So be on the lookout for that. Sweet, it was interesting. I actually um, watch that. <laughs> Hmm? What did you say? I said I. I think I might actually watch that. Yeah, it sounds. I feel like it, it sounds would be interesting. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. I wonder who's going to produce it as well, because that yeah. that's what would depend on the narrative. Like, is it going to be like an in-house thing? Is it mm. a foreign person coming in? Then it might lose some context, depending if they don't research properly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like it'll be interesting. Obviously, we don't know
2: specifically what yeah. sort of angle and lens they're going to take, but. Yeah, I've always wondered what goes on inside these two men's brains. So
1: yeah, yeah, and like how it all started. Like, do
2: you know what I mean? Like exactly. Like, what made him want to have a hundred members in a group eventually? Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I keep a lookout on that. The big story of last week, as we know or we may not know, Hyunah and Dawn have parted ways. So Hyana announced the news on her Instagram saying that the two have decided to stay sorry, have decided to stay good friends and companions and thanked fans for supporting them. Dawn also shared a brief post on his Instagram addressing the breakup between him and Hyana, stating that Hyana is still precious to him and he loves Hyana as an artist. Dawn also asks people not to waste their precious time, I guess, spreading malicious things, Mm. and to spend it on better things. Dawn also plans to take legal action against any individuals who spread false information. So, I've seen a lot of fan peeps sliding down walls and crying. Yeah. I'm not going to say that they don't believe in love anymore oh my gosh so dramatic yeah i'm not gonna lie i kind of saw this coming um you know what i might do a cheeky video about this because yeah i kind of saw this coming and i didn't really like the fact i didn't really like how p nation marketed them I feel Mm. like it didn't have that much of an effect on Hyanna as Hyanna was already established. But you have to bear in mind, Dawn was new at the time when he parted ways with Pentacon and Cube and Pentacon was only gaining um, traction as soon as he left, basically. So people didn't really get to see or know what kind of artist Dawn is. Like he was in his own right yeah and then Mm. when he was produced when he can't have like 10 million thoughts happening in my head at once but when he was able to you know release music or the way that it was marketed to me it was kind of like and this is dawn hyana's boyfriend not Mm. it was kind of hard they didn't really make him market him like as a standalone person so I, th- what I just worry about is now in terms of if he still wants to pursue music or if he wants to be assigned to another company, like how, how would that affect him? And I also have seen lots of people saying, you know, maybe, obviously we don't know what the back end was with P Nation, but maybe it would have been a smarter music dish- decision for Dawn to stay. Um, Nation and kind of gain traction that way i don't know yeah i i hear you and
2: i'm not gonna lie i never followed them very closely mm. obviously you can't escape hyana if you know k-pop you know hyana <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> basically <laughs> that,
2: that's, that's that but i do agree that even though i was aware that um dawn like used to do a lot of producing in pentagon like he was talented mm. in his own right it did very much they were very much sold as like a package yeah. and like he was the plus one because their overall umbrellaing aesthetic, dare I say, it might just be his style as well by chance, but it was very much so Hyana and like she has this cool boyfriend that fits yeah. into that as well. Not yeah. like, oh, they have very different things and they're also coming together and you see that.
1: Mm.
2: It was kind of like, mm, how would you describe it? Like kind of Willy Wonka- situation and he kind of just fits into that but yeah from what I know I think he has quite a dedicated fan base so I hope he does get the right support going forward and fans mm. still support and cheer for him um depending on what he wants to do I don't know he might continue to I don't think a breakup is going to make him stop making music but no
1: yeah. but what I mean is I when I said that in a sense I don't know really- if he left P Nation or if they both left P Nation because yeah. they don't want to do music anymore or he wants to go down a different route. But as you said, he's just not down to the marketing. Again, I'm not um, discrediting his talent, but I just don't think he had enough time to shine by himself. And mm. I guess he wasn't given... And again, this is going off... We don't know him, so as you said, it could be, you know, he's he just likes similar style to, to Hyana, which is fine, but there was not like a unique colour to him if that makes sense. It was just kind of like if Hyana was like Rosie, he's Jim. Rosie and Jim. <laughs> yeah. But of, I think it's, I it's, get what you I,
2: I think I get what you mean because even for Hyana, obviously she's been in the game for longer. But mm. we've seen like solo Hyana, um, Hyana in a, a duo, Hyana in a group. Like we've seen everything, but we've seen her exclusively by herself as well. Yes. Whereas Dawn came out of a group and then he was well, it's still while he was in the group, but there was that, like, free member group. That, yeah. What was it called? Tri- it, Triple, Triple H. H. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, even though technically he was a solo artist, it was still, like, him and Hyana. Yeah. So maybe there are fans and he has, like, solo projects that we just don't know about because we haven't gone that deep into it, mm. which is great. But just from a generic outside view, it's always been him and something else. So if you mm. told me to describe Dawn, I'd probably describe his latest aesthetic, which is very much so him and Hyuna. Mm. So, yeah, it, it would be nice. If that if that already exists, please do politely make us aware of that. Don't try and kill us. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as far as I know, I haven't really seen him by himself.
1: Yeah. But, you know, it's still early days, so. Yes. It's, 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 it's this will be like a great time to, maybe not straight away, but he can reinvent himself and just try things, do something different. Try to introduce us to who Dawn is. Exactly. Because, you know, we had that song that he's Didi, Didi Dawn. I still don't know who you are, like, respectfully, artistically, without, and again, this is no disrespect to Hyuna or what they, ha- what they had, but with that Hyanna shadow. But it's kind of hard. If anyone was with Hyana, you weren't established beforehand. It's, you're kind of going to be sucked in by the bigger known person or personality, so. Mm, yeah. So yeah but I feel like this is terrible to say and I know we're gonna move on
2: mm. I feel like you're, there are companies right now with trainees like in the basement like this
1: is why we tell you not to date you're gonna chuck your whole future away if it doesn't work <laughs> yeah they probably might use this as a horror story but <laughs> oh god mm, and I, I, yeah you know what I think I might make a video about this because there's other things I want to say but I don't want to okay. like, spend 12 hours on Hyun and Dawn so be on the lookout for that coming to you next year <laughs> <laughs> A theatre near you. (laughs) Coming to you in 2025. I don't know. You know how I am with these things. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Short and last stories. Uh, So, comeback news. So, Super M is meant to make a comeback soon, next year. I don't know if this comeback will include Lucas or not. That's another great area. I wouldn't hold my breath. Lucas, where are you? Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, give us a sign. Yeah, please. And also, YG Entertainment sh- uh, uh Wow. YG Entertainment shares that nothing has been confirmed as of yet, but there are rumors that Tae Yang's meant to make a comeback as well. I think I saw this, yeah. But it's not been mm. confirmed. That's a maybe. Um, I saw something about. I think Wavy was meant to come back, but it was pushed back or something like that. I don't yeah. know if this, again, has to do with the whole Lucas situation or whatever. I don't know. But. Yeah, these are comebacks, question mark, because (laughs) nothing's really been confirmed or denied, but something to look forward to in the new year, I guess. So yeah, um, short and sweet this week, that is Hot Topics, Hot, Hot Topics. Yeah. If there's any stories you want us to comment on, or if you want to comment, make sure you hit us up on socials at Hallyu. At you. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea questions, etc. You can send that all to howut at gmail.com. That's howut@gmail.com, at gmail.com. Or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you at you. So, Shay, take it away okay so this seems like a
2: two-in-one unpopular opinion so this person's cheating but cheater. (laughs) our very first unpopular opinion for today is soyeon doesn't deserve to be called the best rapper in k-pop and i think that that new dating show Ramyun and chill further pushes the narrative that foreigners just want to sleep around Uh, okay (laughs) okay
1: so the first part
2: is this like the main rapper in gi idol isn't it yes
1: Okay. I don't know anyone that's calling her the best in K-pop. I'm just throwing that out there. I've personally never seen that. <laughs> are gi or are they third gen or fourth gen? Oh, child, don't do this to me. <laughs> I think they're probably... They feel third? Oh, so maybe But half. beginning. Okay. I don't know, actually. I think they 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 debuted at that weird crossover, so they might be technically 3.5 or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they're not technically free because free would be like your EXOs, your BTSs, but then yeah. it's such a large span, they could have just catched the end of Gen 3.
0: Because
1: mm. isn't technically Stray Kids Gen Yeah, I would. I would probably say I can.
2: I feel like stray kids are gen, gen, but stray kids also feel very gen four to me, and I know that's what what I'm saying.
1: It's probably like that weird, weird crossover. So they're probably like three point five. Okay. Because then I feel like G Idol doesn't feel like four, but they don't feel like three. So like I wouldn't think that. Oh, like yeah,
2: G Idol. um, Who else is there? And mix, yeah, and like Sarah that. Just, like, but, that that doesn't just seem sounds, right.
1: sounds crazy to me. So I think they're three point. Let's for stick me. with that. That feels good. um And she
2: doesn't deserve to be called the best rapper. I actually have not listened to a lot of Gi Doll stuff outside of the
1: stuff that goes like viral
2: on TikTok. Mm. I don't
1: know. I think know. she's a great producer. Some of the raps I've personally heard is very questionable. Um, But I think that's just down to my taste. But I'm just personally saying, and this is no disrespect to Soyeon and her talents, I've never heard someone just be like, you know what, she's the best rapper in K-pop. I've never heard that. Mm. Yeah, I can't really. (laughs) Maybe like one of the best in terms of maybe female rappers. I like K- like in her generation. Mm -hmm. But K-pop in general, when you have- Flipping L E and all these other people before her? I'm gonna have to say no. Yeah, but I've never seen that. It's that's not like a common opinion that I've seen that people saying, Yeah, she's the best Rapper, I've heard lots of people praise her producing skills and stuff like that, and how she may write for certain members because they say yes, things in I've certain seen, ways. Yeah, I've seen. I saw like there was like I, I don't know if that she said it a
2: few times, but there was one video I saw when she was like, when she thinks about writing or producing a song, like she will give certain members certain parts and make it flow with their style which
1: i think is great she's the leader of their group if i'm not mistaken sure i have I no idea <laughs> i think so it sounds <laughs> <We> really just <laughs> it, it gives it gives leader vibes so if she's it not loves. then and she seems you know. to have great stage presence from like videos yeah I, that, I feel like she's a great performer and but i wouldn't call her the best rapper in k-pop
2: hmm. There. once again if you have any evidence that supports your claims please bring it <laughs> to the stand and the second part of this person's unpopular opinion was and i think the new k-dating show ramyeon and chill further pushes the narrative that foreigners just want to sleep around
1: i'm gonna lie i've never watched this show i've only seen clips and why is that narrative just pushed on foreigners because only <laughs> like, koreans in the show too <laughs> i think that i've so i've watched some of the show
2: Okay. And I think the premise of the show that has rubbed some people the wrong way, instead of it being like an international open K dating show where there's like some foreigners and some Koreans and they just sort of happen to be there, mm. it's like five Korean guys and four and five foreigner girls. Mm, okay. And the premise of this show is it's kind of like Love Island, but with more clothes. I, I don't <laughs> think you win money at the end, but the premise is basically like get to know people there are these challenges that make people have to get intimate like they played like the peppero game and stuff and mm. then the winners of challenges say a girl wins um she can then select a guy to go to like the ramyun and chill room with her or vice versa so it mm. is very much the premise and the theme is very much kind of surrounding sleeping around It not like not sleeping around but if the bedroom is is it's sexually suggestive yeah. that <laughs> exactly um so do i think it's the best show ever not particularly i kind of watched it out of curiosity to understand the angle that it was took because a lot of people were speculating that it was just going to be like very boot esque and mm. just these girls that are trying to have cute mixed babies which i don't really oh. get that sense from um the contest what i've seen so far yeah mm. Um, I feel like you should maybe watch, or I can suggest a part that you might want to watch, because there was this discussion that was risen, and there's this girl. She, I would like to say she's maybe half black, half white, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm. You can tell she's mixed, and I believe she's French. No, no, Megan's one of, like, the commentator people, but one of the actual contestants. Oh, okay. And she had this, like, whole dilemma and she's like outside of this show I get like a lot of attention guys tend to approach me and that sort of thing but on the show she didn't feel as though many guys were wanting to talk to her or anyone was interested in her Mm -hmm. which is a fair point I think it's a fair observation but she kind of made it about her race she was like oh maybe it's because like I'm half black and stuff and I'm obviously not Korean but then the issue that some people had was that one of the most popular girls on the show I believe her name is Bella, most of the guys have like been interested in her, gone on dates with her, and she's gotten quite a bit of attention, so some people kind of thought that that argument, Is at advantage. least in that content yeah. the context, was invalid. Mm. But the wider conversation that could be had, I don't think it was a relevant point for her to bring up to back up her situation, but the wider mm. point that was then brought to the table to be a discussion was that do Korean guys typically go for either Korean girls or white girls? So this discussion was being had. So on the first day, there was a challenge where the group, where people were in pairs. And the, there was some of the girls' items, like hairbrushes, lip gloss laid out on the table. And the guys had to go up, pick one, whoever that item belonged to. They were paired up with that girl for the challenge. And so this girl in question was paired up with this guy named Dan. Is this and, the mixed girl, by
1: the way? Yes, the mixed okay. girl.
2: And she was paired up with this guy I think he's Korean American. His name's Dan. They won the game and he got to say to her, do you want to come to the Ramyun and chill room with me? She turned him down. Then a few days later, she brought up this point that none of the guys are interested in her with him and another guy. And he said, oh, on the first night, I asked, like, do you want to come with me? And I kind of showed interest, but he wasn't interested to go against her Mm. point that no one's interested in her. And then she brought the point to the table that Korean guys typically just go for, like, Korean girls or white girls white girls or other Asian girls and stuff and she gave the example that one of the girls there I believe she is Chinese she might not be I'm sorry if I'm not giving her the right ethnicity but um, a lot of the guys have shown interest in that girl when she then brought this point up about a lot of Korean guys either liking Korean girls or white girls the guys were like oh no I don't think that's right and I think that's wrong and some of the commentators on the show were saying like that's not really true as well I've never experienced that but Mm. there's been like a wider conversation online where a lot of people are agreeing not with the point she brought up in that exact context and in that situation Mm. but that that is the reality for some people that Korean guys technically typically go for white girls or Korean girls in korea and stuff and foreign other foreigners tend to have a hard time Mm. so i think it's brought up interesting conversations would i say it's the best show ever no do i think it somewhat pushes some narratives of oh like foreigners are just wanting to have a good time kind of thing yes Mm. so well
1: i don't know what you expect from a show called ramen chill i guess in terms of like the wider conversation I kind of see where that's coming from but I think and again this is like a sweeping generalization I know there's nuances and each person is different I think from experience in terms of not necessarily me right (laughs) Um, but like people I know personally there might be this Korean guy and he really likes this like black girl he generally likes her and loves her whatever the case may be but when it comes down to be serious more serious in terms of maybe because obviously Korea is quite conservative so marriage meet the parents but oh. when it gets a bit sticky and I think dating and again it's still hard for I think it will still be hard for certain Asian demographics as well because then There's a whole argument, oh, Filipinos are too dark. There's a whole colorism issue as well. So I think sometimes Korean men will then go after another Korean girl or it's easier, and again, sweeping statement, it may be easier if they are in love with a white girl because, again, the whole colorism aspect and it's not looked that down upon. Again, each person is different so I wouldn't say sometimes I feel like some men may get into more serious relationships with either uh, like Koreans or white women because that's just easier for their parents to accept but that doesn't necessarily mean and again this is not all cases but doesn't necessarily mean that's where that person's heart is if that makes sense because I um girl (laughs) I've heard and seen some things where certain people are married and they're still doing foolishness because they're not really in love with the person they marry but it looks good on paper it looks good family dynamic wise but yeah so I feel like it's 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 kind of hard to to unpack but yeah. I, I I get it I get it. So a lot of people are like in that context. Her point
2: wasn't valid. Not saying that she yeah, should have yeah, been yeah, hurt yeah. or felt some type of way. But one of the most popular girls on the show it isn't like because she's doing it. It will work for you too. But the most pop one of the most popular girls on the show is darker than her and fully black as far as I know. Um, I don't remember where she's from. Maybe like Senegal or something like that. I'm sorry. I keep just assigning countries to people and it might be wrong. <laughs> but um. I think it's interesting to observe from an outsider's perspective with some knowledge. Would I say it's a great show? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Questionable. Um, I know a few people also not upset with her, but weren't fully happy with Mega Moon's comments on the subject. Because when, I think when the point was brought up, and I'm not quoting exactly, but something of the nature, like Megan was like, oh, I've never experienced that here. Like she shouldn't just make it about her race. But some Mm. people are arguing that Megan is obviously quite fair and dare I say white passing to some extent. Mm. So her experience and perspective might be slightly different. So it sparked a few interesting conversations, which is Mm. great. And I do unfortunately think it has pushed this narrative because if the premise of the show was there are guys and there are girls it's set in Korea some of the guys are obviously going to be Korean and maybe like two foreigner guys and some girls are Korean and a few foreigner girls it would make it feel like less of oh my gosh like all these girls are trying to just like grab a Korean man
1: mm-hmm.
2: rather than the notion of well, oh it's
1: like, actually a love premise because it's, it's cool, and chill <laughs> so I
2: don't know, maybe we're asking for too much and the show is just giving what it's meant to give, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on to our next unpopular opinion. This person said, I don't like the fact that a lot of idols that have had racism scandals get off scot-free and really don't have to apologise.
1: Hmm. You know when you have like 5,000 thoughts in your head <laughs> at once? I think some idols not get away with it, but they are able to... I guess, move forward, is how it's handled sometimes. Mm -hmm. But even then, I've seen some scandals that have been handled horribly in a sense of that particular idol gets defensive or they're trying to tell you, I'm actually appreciating, what do you know? But it's like, "Uh, it's my culture and I don't really want you to parade it like that. And they're like, well, go cry about it, basically. Mm. (laughs) So, and then in a couple months' time or whatever it's like nothing's really happened but i don't know i think it's because maybe it's mainly in inter- well has to- it's mainly really international peeps that hold these idols accountable i don't really think certain companies care mm. because in the grand scheme of things there's a lot of people that will make a lot of noise about certain things again still valid everyone has people have a valid point But because it's not affecting money, companies are just like, ah, this will be over. I agree. I think there's like different things that happen. Like you
2: said, there are the ones that just stay silent and wait out. There are the ones that give very basic apologies and then are repeat offenders. There are the ones that, dare I say, use it as just like their polarizing era. It's like, oh my gosh, like this person's kind of being like scandalous in this area. It gets them a bunch of attention and they don't change. Mm. Um, I think it's definitely what you said in terms of we're not that affected by it we'll wait it out and people move on I think the the sort of scenario that annoys me the most is the one where fans are like oh like they just don't know <sighs> and like you didn't mean it like that and that kind of ties into the babying culture and fandoms in general I don't think this just happens in k-pop or hallyu mm. but sometimes fans have this like I don't know if maternal is the right word to use, but this like, kind of oh, like I need to cradle them. Like they didn't mean it like that. Like these are grown adults. They have access to the internet. Mm-hmm. They they know right from wrong. I'm not saying you're gonna know everything. I could say something that might offend someone, and it's just through my ignorance. Mm-hmm. But I then have the opportunity to educate myself. Or if there's a wider institute around me, you would expect
1: more. Yeah.
2: So, I think apologies are great. If they're going to be sincere, I would rather you not apologize if it isn't going to be sincere and you know, you don't really care and you're going to do the same thing later. I don't think empty apologies are great. There are definitely, and I think people, um, idols and groups and artists and stuff get penalized differently depending on how big they are. And if it's like a girl or a guy, I've seen an array of different reactions from fans. Mm. Like some people literally get canceled off the face of the earth and then there are some people that it's like, oh like no, he made that mistake like back in his early days, and like he didn't mean it, and they've moved on. So yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> not that's nice.
2: <laughs> and then on to our last unpopular opinion. This one is hilarious. This person said, I think K dramas hire bad foreign actors on purpose. Hee hee he. I
1: think we spoke about this before. Probably. I th- I don't think they hire bad actors. Okay, in some instances, yes. But I feel like sometimes, sometimes it takes a skill to act that bad. And I feel like half the time these foreign actors are just following direction. I feel like they may deliver the line naturally how it's meant to come out. Like for example, if I'm meant to be a British girl and I'm talking to Shay, who's a Korean character, and I'm like, "Come on, Shay, let's go." And like, "No, I'm not really feeling the energy. Could you? Can you?" do xyz and now i'm like come on shay let's go and now it's like oh why <laughs> why are you saying it like that but it's because i was told to i think that's on purpose the direction mm. is on purpose
2: yeah but i've also seen some dramas where you just feel like the people aren't trained once again if you're a good actor you could i guess <laughs> act bad but i've seen like foreign actors that are looking into camera that are Look. acting crazy in the background of shots that aren't going the right direction. <laughs> so I don't know if it's on purpose to make foreigners look bad. It might just be cost-effective. It might just be a friend of a friend.
1: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. And they're maybe, free. yeah. Maybe it was like there was a change in the script. And it's like, oh, do you know what would make this scene better? Let's have this person from New York. And then, I don't know, they see this, I don't know, see Trisha walking outside and she's like, I'm not even American. I'm I'm German. Yeah, just just put on an American accent. It'll sound great. It'll look great. No one would know. And they're like, okay. <laughs> I'll do it for a few one. And um it comes out like that. So Maybe we'll have to try and find someone. I really want to ask this question directly. Like, do you know how to
2: act or <laughs> are you a victim? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah on this topic really quickly mm. how do you feel about the idea of people that want K-dramas to be more inclusive in terms of featuring lead characters of other races do you think it's necessary like what are your thoughts on it cuz i've seen a few I conversations does
1: like it to make sense to the story like if you're mm. just going to have some random i don't know black person i, I, I don't know it it can't just fall force, And I feel like people are forgetting that, yes, Korea does have a mix of people, but in the grand scheme of things, not really. <laughs> yeah. um, I, what I would like to see more of is maybe, I'd like to see more mixed actors. Mm, yeah. M- more mixed actors in those leads, because what about those stories? That would be like an interesting story. Like, I don't know, a mixed Korean... Black Korean girl, she falls in love with a chebul. The whole like ta- no, but it'd be good because I don't think like they have tackled things like race. But even though it's like I'm Korean, like do, do you know what I mean? Like little you nuanced know, things. Like I have- know what
2: you're saying, and like for representation and stuff. But that, I storyline idea that you've just proposed, <laughs> I'm already scared and traumatized. <laughs> Regular dramas are bad. If you if you add that an evil stepmom can now be somewhat racist, I'm going to bed. (laughs) But, no, I get what you mean. I think we definitely should see more mixed stories and stories that, like, they're a diverse nation. Like, there are mixes from everywhere. So I guess mixed people growing up as well would appreciate that representation and that imagery. I, I think at the end of the day, any country that kind of has, like, a homogenous society, their content is going to be to serve their domestic audience first. Mm. And just because something blows up or becomes popular, I don't think like 10 different seasons need to be chucked in. Sure. Like, yes, there's more people consuming the content, maybe more mixed stories or stories that go abroad can be told and things like that. Mm. But I don't think it's fully necessary. Like if we think of Nollywood dramas, for example, If it suddenly blew up in China, are people now going to start demanding that random Chinese characters be put into these stories that are telling very domestic on-the-ground stories. Not saying that there aren't Chinese people in Nigeria, but do you just start pleasing this extended audience when your main audience is the one that you sort of need to please first? Yeah, I guess that's so you guys can share your thoughts and feelings on that as well. And today we have a
1: dilemma. So Shanice, if you would like to read it for us. Hey guys, absolutely love the pod. So I really wanted some advice on something that I've been struggling with for some time. So for some context, I am Korean American and throughout middle school and some of high school, I was really badly and brutally bullied for being Asian and over the years with the recent popularity and attention around K-pop, K-dramas and Korea in general, a lot of the people that used to bully me now want to be my friend. Hmm. I at first was really angry and frustrated by this, but then I realised that I would Experienced a lot less hassle if I was friends with popular people and played into this newfound acceptance of career. I know this isn't great and a lot of the time it makes me re- it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Do you guys think I made the right decision to hang out with these people despite their previous actions? Is this person still in school?
2: I'm guessing then. It said some of high school, so they might still be in high school, I guess. Because it seems like an environment where they're sort of st- still in proximity to these people.
1: Mm. I personally wouldn't be. Like, I'll be casual with people, like, I wouldn't purposely go out my way to make enemies of people. You know, you could have the odd, ha ha, ho ho, there, but I wouldn't let them be my friend because this is even though you're not being brutally bullied like it kind of seems like they're using you as some sort of accessory like oh look at this cool new shiny toy mm. so if, if for whatever reason I can't see it happening but just say in a couple years time the whole k-pop phase kind of you know dwindles out then what are they just going to go back to bullying you like if they couldn't appreciate the person you are Without all this fanfare, then I don't think they deserve you to be a friend. Again, you could be cool, have the hot odd haha hee, but keep them at an arm's length. That's what that's what I would do. Yeah. And you don't feel comfortable around these people anyway. You said they make you feel uncomfortable, so yeah, I wouldn't. I'll keep them at arm's length with anything.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with forgiving people if they're like genuinely trying to make amends and Mm. they've reflected on their actions and you're comfortable with that whole situation. But by the sounds of it, even this current situation and phase that you're in with these people, it does seem like there's a time, like a ticking time bomb on it. Not saying that like K pop's just a phase or Hallyu's a phase and it will fizzle out, but say tomorrow it is an as crazed by people or as celebrated, they're probably going to chuck you away again. And Mm. I think sometimes it might be hard because I know in school, like when you're in close proximity to people, it's just like convenient or you might not have very many other options. And I know it can be hard to sort of just separate yourself, especially when you felt, I'm assuming isolated and picked on before. Mm. But I think it has to get to a point where you respect yourself because you deserve to be treated right. You deserve friends that genuinely like and celebrate you not just because of a recent acceptance of your culture and pop culture I think that's wrong and especially if you're if you still have these feelings of like being upset or frustrated and uncomfortable I don't think that's gonna work and if these people also don't respect you I I don't even want to imagine like maybe some of the ignorant comments they're making or some Mm. of the things that they're using you for so I personally would start to distance myself. I'm not saying, like, go to school tomorrow if you're in school and say, like, I'm not hanging out with you guys anymore, but maybe try to see if there are other friendship groups that you can start to get involved in or join a club and try to simulate elsewhere if you're really worried about losing that social interaction as well.
0: Mm. But,
2: yeah, this doesn't seem fair to you and it doesn't seem like it will end well either. Yeah, it just seems like they use new to be honest. I oh, was well, sorry to hear this. That's horrible
1: yeah that is horrible
2: yes that's all we have time for today so we're going to be moving on to the radar but remember if you guys have any unpopular opinions stories dilemmas or requests that you want us to discuss on the pod you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you or you can send them to us on socials so now it's time for on the radar which is where me and Shanice let you know if there's anything we're listening to watching or anything we want
1: to put you guys onto so Shanice what's on your radar Ciao. <laughs> on this radar, there's nothing radaring. I think it's just coming that time of year where I just feel like everything's kind of dry. Mm. Um, everything's kind of wrapping up. Yeah, I don't think I have anything exciting on my radar. That's on my radar. Um, against my will, I am a <laughs> victim. Football. I don't even like football. Oh, actually, you're right. Go on, say what you're going to say, then I'll say what I no, was going to that, say.
2: That's basically the tweet. Football... I know the inside drama. I know that <laughs> Ghana was making fun out of Korea and it was like BTS back to Seoul. But then obviously Ghana got kicked out. And like Ronaldo had beef with that new boy craze Korean football player or something. I know all the tea <laughs> and I don't want to know the tea.
1: That just reminded me of... You know what? No, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to bait myself out. Why? Um, <laughs> i'll tell you afterwards okay but um it's about football and i'll yeah um yeah nothing sorry guys (laughs) Oh <laughs> that's what we God. have time for <laughs> thank you for listening to How You At You
2: and remember you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, stories or requests to howyouatyou@gmail.com. at submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash Hallyu At You or you can send them directly to us on socials and please feel free to rate this podcast wherever you're listening to us
1: um, leave a review let us know what you want to see more of so we can keep doing this yes, I've been Shanice from Kpop Box you can follow me at kpopbox underscore on most things. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me at The K-Way, The K-Way Official on most platforms. And I I might be there. She Maybe. might. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, we will... holla at you. Bye. Bye.
0: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.